welcome to the Cup and Saucy Book Club. I'm Jen. And I'm Zanna. What's in your cup today, Zanna? I'm drinking another selection from the wonderful Jolene's Tea House, which is in Banff, Alberta, Canada. This one is Alberta Rose Sencha. It's an organic green tea with rose petals. It's fresh and floral and just delightful. What's in your cup? Well, we are recording this after five on a Friday, so I've got a mango margarita <laughs> and, and lots of water. And now I'm jealous. And, and lots of water. <laughs> but I am extra excited because we are joined by one of the queens of romance audiobooks, Maxine Mitchell. And Maxine is an award-winning narrator of over 500 audiobooks. She's passionate about animals, traveling, coffee, a good bottle of wine, fresh baked goods, which we're going to be talking about a lot, and great mm. stories. And she has, she's had a mobile childhood moving every couple of years so that she, that she would not trade for anything. And she still gets an itch to move around, but now she gets to do that every day in books. Welcome to the program, Maxine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are really I just have water, have... unfortunately. I'm... Oh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> boring. Well, it's, it's, it's been a week. I, you know, if you, if you understood this week, I, I have, I deserve this margarita. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a week. So, um, but I mentioned. I feel like it's been a week in... for everybody. Can I just say yeah. that? Like, is, yeah. do, is yeah. there something happening with the, the planets or? <laughs> I, I don't know. I know it's we had a full just... moon a couple nights ago. <laughs> But, right man right yeah, yeah. it has it yeah has it has been, been a but i have yeah. not i have not seen my uh uh family or slept in my bed for uh more than four hours in the last week oh. so <laughs> it's been it's been a lot i mean there's lots of good things but it's just i'm 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 glad to be home i'm very happy uh-huh. that i've had my bed this week <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um Early on in in our first few episodes of this podcast, I had mentioned that I had a top 10 list of interview gets the people that I really wanted to talk to and make sure that, you know, Dana was introduced to and you were on that list, Maxine. So thank you for joining us for that one, too. Well, thank you. So I'm fangirling a little bit and I'm going to try and calm it down and keep my squeeing to just twice she uh, did which, some early squeeing so yeah um, before yeah, you before, before you jumped you on the call on. so, <laughs> so i got squeak, that out of my squee system. away but i mean i'm not i'm not anybody <laughs> but speaking of fangirls you have a very active fan group on facebook maxine's earbuds i do yes how did that come about did you start it or did no. admins no. come to you and say hey we have this idea Yes. Um, so the admins for the group um, who are amazing and wonderful um, and who I met in person in Lexington for the first time last year, they kept asking me. Um, they they were like sliding into my DMs and <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, please, can we can we please just, jo- you know, make this group for you? And I, you know, I. I, I'm the kind of person I keep my head down. I do my job. I like I care about the work, and you know it's. Um, and they just kept saying like, "Please, we want to join. We want to make this group for you and to celebrate you." And I was like, "Ah, I don't know. That feels weird to me." Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, and then finally, after they had asked me a couple times, they were like, "Look, this can be anything you want it to be." And I was like, "Oh, well, 
if it could be mm-hmm. anything I want it to be. I just basically want to talk about food and books all the time. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we do mostly. We talk about food a lot and then books sometimes. So <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And specifically baking. Um, yes. So yeah. do you have a... Do you have a favorite recipe of the moment that you're, oh, that you're a f- loving? A favorite recipe of the moment. I always love like a good sour cream coffee cake recipe with, with like a little streusel crumble on top or, Yum. oh, some cinnamon rolls. I love making cinnamon rolls in like different <gasps> ways. I've made lemon iced, you know, rolls and cardamom yeah. buns. And uh, so. All right. That's yeah. my sc- Cardamom is my kryptonite. Oh, I love cardamom. <laughs> I love yeah. cardamom. When I lived in uh, Los Angeles, there was a place that did amazing iced coffee with cardamom in it. And I was like, oh. I, yeah, it was so, so Yum. good. Yeah. Yeah. I have a uh, steel cut oatmeal recipe I make in a crock mm. pot that's got cardamom and pears. And it's Yum. that's that's winter started for me when I get that going. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really good. So, yeah, you talk about food a lot on on Maxine's earbuds. You talk about uh, books and all of the and not just your books either. You you talk about you talk about everybody's, especially the women in this industry. I love I love talking about all the fantastic female narrators uh, and the wonderful authors that I get to work with and my other narrator friends get to work with. And I just I I love. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely celebrate the female narrator on this podcast for sure. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, and we have, uh, yeah, we've uh, we've talked to a few of them so far, and we get to talk to a few more in the upcoming episodes. And I'm excited about all of them. And in fact, um, as Anna will tell you, I tend to fangirl harder over the female narrators than I do oh, the for guys. Sure. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yay. Uh, our, our first one, our first one was Samantha Brentmore. And nice. okay. uh, I was bouncing in my chair. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's excellent. So, yeah, uh, yeah we, we've, uh, we've done that quite a bit. So one of the wonder, the really wonderful things about this genre of the entertainment industry, this tiny little niche of audiobooks and the people who are full-time professional narrators is that we're a really tight-knit community and we all yeah. really just we we lo- all like each other, and we support each other, each other. yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, that's so wonderful. yeah it's a it's a nice community to be a part it's of it's all over everybody's you know socials that they support each other that they yeah. that you know they they um say look at these uh, you know this is my friend's project and and isn't this great and um, and one of those things um, I know was uh, this is particularly laid out, and we've talked about this this uh, a lot on this podcast. But I just want to mention it briefly because you were also part of the These Walls Can Talk uh, audiobook oh, yeah. series with uh, written by Aaron Mallon, yes. and that was a coming together of all of of all of these audiobook narrators and. For me, it was an introduction to a lot of you. I hadn't, I yeah. hadn't yet re- uh, listened to. Uh, I'd listened to some of them, but not all of them, and and it was a great introduction. And uh, so, how did uh, how did Aaron approach you about that? Oh, I mean, yeah, that Aaron. First of all, Aaron Mallon, everybody. Aaron Mallon is she is a dynamo. She's the she patron is. saint of our. 
podcast. She's amazing. She's, she's awesome. Yeah, she's smart and funny, and she can basically do anything. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a you know a wonderful, kind human being on top of all of that. And she was generous enough to ask me if I wanted to be a part of that project. And uh, I, of course, I you know I was ex- a very I tried to play it cool, but I very excitedly said, "Oh my God, thank you so much for thinking of me." <laughs> Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm grateful that she included me in that project. And I mean, we are friends in, in real life, but that was super fun to get to work on something with her and, uh, sure. yeah. And to get to play opposite Emma Wilder and, you know, oh, right. Yeah. 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 Cause you've, uh, you know, most of the time, um, uh, well, if, with the exception of certain like multicasts, it's, it's you opposite a guy, but it's you. You have said before that you wanted the opportunity to work with more of your of your friends who are female narrators. Heck and, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So, what do you I, what do you uh, what do you see as your dream project? If you could if you could make something up now, and they say, yeah, we'll produce that. Oh man. I mean, honestly, I, I think it would be super fun to do a full cast project with just the women in this, uh, mm-hmm. like, a yeah, get a bunch of us together and have us oh. all in one project. I think that would be so much fun. Um, How about, yeah. uh, like, a, an updated updated The Women by Claire Booth Luce? Sure, that's yes. got an all-female cast? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen up, all the writers. Uh, yeah. Get to get to, get to work on that, because <laughs> yeah. we definitely want to hear it. So speaking of writers, would you would you yourself write one, do you think? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I haven't, I haven't written anything in such a long time, and I am so in awe of the people that do this as they're as either their full-time job, uh, their full-time career. And I think it takes, you know, a certain determination and tenacity to do this on a, to sit down on a daily basis and write. Um, And I also really admire uh, and respect people like Aaron Mallon who can do that and also do all the other stuff. (laughs) I'm... I'm not great at juggling, um, so I don't. I don't know. I I can't see myself, at least right now, um, having the time to do that. Uh, but maybe sometime in the future, I won't. I won't ever count it out. So, so never we'll, say uh, never. Yeah, yeah. Never say never, and and we'll we'll leave it open to some, maybe some collaborative project in the future. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I could see myself doing that. Maybe if I had an accountability partner as a writer that I right? could, <laughs> we could co-write something. It helps. But, it does yeah. help. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that does that does help to have somebody, you know, ha- who has your back, but is also pushing you from the back, too. Sure. A little bit. So, yeah. And but you've done so you have done all of these titles and 500 is an accomplishment. Um do you have a character that you look at and you say, you know what, that should be a movie that or that book should be a movie or a TV show? Is there like one that's stood out to you for that? Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of those. Um, you know, I, I, I did 
Ghosted. Um, oh, by... Ghosted was fabulous. And I think okay, that that... write that one down, Zana. I may be recommending that soon. Right. Ghosted, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, that, I think I did that one back in like 2017 or 2018. And it yeah, that was really, one. it stuck with me. I was like, this has to be made into a film. I, I just, I think that it would be a really, a really wonderful film. Uh, that one, and I mean, you know, I, the Ravenhood trilogy, I think, obviously would be, would lend itself to some sort of cinematic adaptation. Uh, yeah, I, man, I, I don't know. There's so many, I feel like, that I've, I've done <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, I could totally see this as a movie or a TV series or, um, which is, you know, a testament to the wonderful mm-hmm writers that I've gotten to work with. But. Yeah, you've you've really gotten to to sink your teeth into some incredible work. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Oh, and... CD Reese, the uh her Crown series. Oh, I mean, yes. that, that should series, all be yeah. made into that's that's like uh that could be made into a television series just following the family members and Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and and it wouldn't need well, okay, it would need a budget for the houses, but sure. it would all be set in L.A. <laughs> so they could do it locally, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, but Ghosted by J.M. Darhauer. Mm-hmm. That's the that's uh, one for you to write down, Zana. All right. Uh, it's about um, it's a second chance mm-hmm. and uh, second chance romance and the. Um, the secret male main baby. character is that yeah oh secret second baby. chance yeah, that's secret baby baby yeah and then and then the um and then the male main character is is an actor who uh acts out a superhero character that was originally um uh discovered by the female main character and that she wrote basically fan comic for and uh, um, okay so. So that's uh, I, I think I think it's you'll got really fandoms. enjoy that one. Yeah, it's got fandoms it's, in it. Yeah, it's so it's, good. it's all about that. So and it's um, and it's, it's and the little little... and the child, the the secret baby, the child idolizes this action hero, doesn't know that it's her father. It's all very, mm. it's very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And but this isn't this is an early title of yours as far it is. as. Um, yeah. You you had been narrating for I think a couple of years by that point, probably five or six years at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, but still, but still early. And yeah. but yeah, um, I had the opportunity to do a group listen of that one, and it was just uh, I was blo- yeah I was thinking about it long after when so when you mentioned it I, oh yeah of course ghosted so um, that would make a great that would make a great movie for sure. And then, um, so you're, I, um, went to, speaking of the folks that I group listen with, um, I was filled with so many questions that I had for you. And I was like, well, we only have a half an hour, so I'm going to (laughs) go to them and ask them what, um, what questions I should ask. And they came up with this one and I loved it. So, yes. If you could be any character that you have narrated for a week, who would you choose? Why? Oh, 
so I mean, I'm. Wow, that's a lot of people. I know that's, that's <laughs> yeah, a it lot is. It's a lot of people. Uh, let's see. Do do do. I think. Oh, I mean, maybe maybe Daria in Rival Radio by Catherine Nolan. I loved that Ooh, book. That was um, fun. That was a good one. I think it would be super fun to be uh, a radio talk show host. And um, what else? Uh, the the Yaga's Riders. <laughs> Did you listen to those books? The, no, I haven't. The Rise of the Witch, the uh, oh. by C. Rochelle. Okay, All uh, right. but I'm writing she's it a, down because I will be. Yeah, she's a she's a witch. It's a reverse harem thing, and it's full of really cool, fantastical creatures. And uh, yeah, maybe I'd maybe I'd be the Baba Yaga for for a week. Nice. And have my little oh. harem of Who wouldn't men want to be follow me around. With uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, talk about talk about woman power, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Between those two, I feel like oh, either a sex columnist, radio talk show host, or a witch with three men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those two works. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 all about the power. <laughs> that, <laughs> there's power in all of that. <laughs> Well, then now let's turn it a little bit. And Mm -hmm. so they're going to do the Maxine Mitchell story. Who's playing you? And what kind of, uh, what genre would it be? Is this on film or an audiobook narrator? Uh, We'll we'll, we'll, we'll assume film. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make you pick between your friends. (laughs) Okay. Um... Who's going to play me? (laughs) Who's going to play me? Uh, I don't know, like probably Jennifer Lawrence or maybe Scarlett Johansson, both of of whom are like way prettier than I am, but they've, they, I don't know about that. No, 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 no. I just mean like, uh, I think we both have kind of like, we all have kind of that lower speaking voice uh, right and yeah maybe a comic sensibility so yeah. yes one of the two would be a comedy uh yeah it would definitely be a comedy comedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you've also done in addition to some of these titles have not been uh in the world of romance books some of them have been in children's books i understand mm-hmm. uh, and well we don't talk about kids books too much on this on the show i do want to say that um you there must be some of them in there that gave you that sort of like took you back to your childhood oh yeah for sure i mean i i got to do some for a, a major children's publisher um they were used for uh for learning in the classroom um, okay. and it took me it took me right back to I, I'm going to 
I'm going to tell you how old I am now by this comment. It took me right back to my Teddy Ruxpin that I had. Uh, oh, <laughs> you're a youngster because, then. No, 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 no. Because, uh, because I remember listening to those books and I to record yep. these ones for this uh, children's publisher to be used in the classroom. They were uh-huh. all, when you hear this sound, bring, it's time to turn the page. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, ah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, just to, you know, keep us all keep us all honest. I'm of the I'm of the generation. When you heard that sound, you had to turn the record over and turn the page. Oh, yeah. It was was on a 45. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Teddy. Teddy Ruxpin was just a little past my time. Yeah. So. so. But But, uh, I do remember. I I remember them. I remember them. I remember remember thinking that thing is awesome. Why am I not younger? (laughs) (laughs) that thing is also uh creepy when it turns on by itself in the middle of the night (laughs) yes yes it It is is. yes i i I, uh when i was a young teenager i babysat a child who had one of those teddy ruxpins in it and it would turn on mysteriously at at random times and freak me out (laughs) yep yeah very cool when you're sitting and reading a story together and then when you're not (laughs) and he just starts moving (laughs) Then it becomes what was cool. A, a, what was always cool movie. though is yeah. to put like um, like various music tapes. Oh yeah, in the oh, yeah. Ruxpin, yeah, especially yes. like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin and ACDC, man, that's that's a deal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I want to see that. Somebody had to have made videos of that at some point. Oh, that's, yeah, but they're okay. all on VHS. Oh. <laughs> Somebody, okay, I have it, guys. Somebody find a Teddy Ruxpin that still works and make tapes with heavy metal music on it and post them yes. on TikTok. I, yeah, yeah, this has got, but this has already got to be on YouTube a, somewhere. I feel so. Yeah. If if it know. is, we'll post it. I don't we'll know. Not everything TikTok. has been. Not everything has been done. Yeah. Uh, but maybe know. by this time this episode comes out, it will be. Maybe. Oh no, Whoa. we've just given away our idea. Whoa. <laughs> Not if we get We've there talked first. it into being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and, but yeah, I I can I can totally imagine the the doing those books that would just like oh I remember being a kid and having and having this and have you but have you done had you done any children's books that were that were like ones that you had read um, yourself as a child or. Or was this, or was this specifically this project? Yeah, no, I mean, I did, I did a bunch of them, um, but no, they were all like newer, uh, newly published. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and a lot of seasonal stories, you know, that would sure. be going into the classroom. Yeah. We're going to but... talk about Arbor Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When did this become Charlie Brown? I want to know. <laughs> I feel like Charlie Brown had like the ones for the, all the holidays. <laughs> I know you do amazing kids voices. Do you have a favorite like Charlie Brown that you that like if you could do or even if you could do any of the the cartoons that you would like to like to tackle something animated? If I could 
Oh yeah. Um, I feel like uh, I mean, I'd I'd love I love doing little boys' voices. I feel yeah. like <laughs> I feel like my my voice is suited to little boys' voices. <laughs> um, so yeah, if I could do you know some little boy characters on a cartoon series, I think that would be super fun. Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I to be perfectly honest, at this point in my life, I used to do a lot more VO work um, in different genres, and v, uh, mm-hmm. the audiobooks have just kind of taken over at this point. I mean, my I had a teacher in school tell me once, like, go where you are wanted, and you know, do the the things that where you feel like you're doing the most good, where you're doing the mm-hmm. work and people are paying attention. I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. that's audiobooks. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah, so. right, right. And it's romance audiobooks because yeah. we 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 love you in this space. Uh, and in Thank fact, you. there is an entire month dedicated to Maxine's titles, the month of Max, uh, March of Maxine. March of Maxine. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And yeah. What, uh, what did you, uh, what was your reaction when you first heard March of Maxine was a thing? Oh man. Well, so that was that not this past year, but the year before that, uh, it, I, so it's, a, I was, I guess it was started by some of the women who are now the moderators in my fan group. Um, but I, I actually don't even know like whose idea it was. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept thinking. I like, like the alliteration. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, but then so there are other women, uh, female narrators that they're doing it for too now. Um, there's yep. Ap- April Lucy, and uh, who else? Who are who are the other? Erin uh, uh, Mallon has May, and I believe Samantha Ma- yeah. Brentmore has September. See, I love I love all of that. I yeah. yeah. And and actually, during March. Of oh, Maxine, and Andy Art has August. Yeah, Andy Art has sense. August. Yeah, yeah. Um. And during March of Maxine this year, I, I I said to my fan group, I was like, I'm gonna have a bunch of my narrator friends just drop into the group and uh, promote the stuff that they're doing, <laughs> so that we can talk about other people too. Because I'm very awesome. grateful yeah. that people want to listen to me all month. But uh, look at all these other great people that also are doing the same stuff. And you know, yeah, that's yeah. a great use of that platform for sure. I have to wonder at what you and others think about, you know, basically becoming rock stars of this little community of of readers and listeners. And, um, and you know, I mean, this is a very tight-knit group. It's, um, it's also, um, you know, a very... Uh, I, I want to say that it's, it's very, like, invested, you know, that, yeah. that as readers we are... As readers and listeners, we are we are invested and we and we care and we're excited about you know what's coming next and supporting other people and so um, from the from the rock star <laughs> side of it rather than the fan side of it, um, how is that? Uh, I mean, does that surprise you? Does it? Um, it's uh, it's incredibly um, surprising. I mean, look, like I don't. I don't want to I don't want to sound disingenuous in any way um, or like I'm, you know, being performatively humble. But I really it it really is very surprising to me. Um, (laughs) Sure. And I 
I think that it's really cool, and it's I'm very very grateful that uh, that the work that I'm doing is being heard and appreciated, and uh, I do imagine it's a little bit strange um, because, but on the other side of it, you, you basically you're creating this incredible intimacy with mm-hmm. your fans um, that is very meaningful to them. And, you know, of course, that's strange when you're when you're talking in a small box by yourself most of the time that you are connecting so. So fervently with your audience. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I imagine that it is a little strange, but also, yeah. you know, like you said, I, I can see where you would be humble about it and yet just kind of overwhelmed by it at the same time. Yeah, you know, I I I would say actually that being uh involved in my group online um and sort of getting to know a lot of the folks who are in that group um as well as going to conventions, book conventions and meeting listeners there uh has really kind of made me feel a lot more connected and not overwhelmed, I would say. Sure. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm naturally this, this like little hermit who likes to stay in her house and live in her sweatpants. So (laughs) hard, same, hard, same. (laughs) Uh, if only I could. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, if it, no, you know, you, you're an introvert. You, you're an extrovert. Yeah, I'm the extrovert's extrovert for sure. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I I'm the one who's always dragging Xana to everything. So, <laughs> yeah, if I w- if I never have to leave my house, I'm actually pretty happy. But everybody, <laughs> but like you need a friend like that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. It's very yeah, it necessary. is good to have Otherwise, the friend who's always like, stay in our houses. Come on, you need human interaction, or else you're going to turn into a robot who does yes. nothing but edit this podcast. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and. By the same token, you know, the, the extroverts also need somebody to go, okay, here's here's the ground, it put your feet on it, it and, uh, and uh, come come back down to earth for a little bit, you know, because yeah. uh, not everybody is where you are at this point. <laughs> well, so this is why when I go to conventions, so Carly Robbins and I are friends in yeah. real life, and we have sure. vowed to only go to conventions together. Carly is my extrovert friend. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, uh, yeah. she will lead me around to talk to people. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yep. yep. We met you together in Denver. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, I definitely could see that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We sit together. We we always want our tables right. together. She yeah. So we make plans together Perfect. about the authors that we need to go and speak to. I introduce her sure. to my authors, she introduces me to hers and we all have a great time. <laughs> but nice, nice. But otherwise I might be just sitting in a corner by myself. So like please don't talk to me. <laughs> no. No, or like does anybody want to talk to me? <laughs> nobody knows who i am yes 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 they do yes they do the answer to that is yes maxine yes we always want to talk to you for sure and and sometimes uh you know um well i i think that that's a great uh deal and we you know we ourselves try to try to attend as many things together as we can but because we live on opposite sides of the country we can't so that that's what happens when i 
send uh I send poor Zana off by herself to to Banff and to Connecticut and so other places. the Banff thing was not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, you technically speaking, you had a friend there already because I did. Samantha, yes, because Samantha, Samantha was Brentmore there. was there. Nice. She had already appeared on the show. So and she's the reason I went in the first place. <laughs> yeah. She was the one who told us about it. So. Very you cool. already that looked like a fun event. Know somebody, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was. She uh, when we interviewed her, she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go to Banff," and I'm like, "I want to go to Banff." So I talked my family into turning it into a family vacation in the Canadian Rockies, and it was amazing. Awesome. But yeah, yeah. And I and I unfortunately couldn't go, so I sent her off by herself, and and uh, she came back with a lot of a lot of great stuff. So <laughs> yep. amazing. So. When you look into the future just a little bit, yes, you know, not too okay. far forward, but you look in the future a little bit, is there anything on your narrator bucket list that you, you know, a genre you want to try, some narrator that you want to work with that you haven't yet, author maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just grateful for all of it. And I try to take it all like one day at a time. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never been one of those people who... I'm I'm not good at planning for the future. I I've always just kind of gone where the wind the takes flow. me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um so I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question other than, you know, just uh and I think a lot of it kind of has to do with you know, the connections that you make in in this industry and uh so you know, you narrate for one author and then you end up working with another author because of that. And so I I don't know. I just kind of have to I sound like such a hippie and such like a new agey person. But like, I just kind of trust in the process. <laughs> I am kind hey, of a go hippie, with the flow. But... We're, we're here for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Do you have do you have anything uh, coming up that you that you want to talk about? The, I have the Serena Aykroyd uh, Filthy Truth and Filthy Lies coming out. Ooh, um, good. Yeah, which is, you know, Connor and Star's story. Um, really awesome. I, I love Serena. Uh, I, yeah, I do too. And then, oh, okay, this has come out. This, no, wait, it comes out. It comes out on the 13th. Um, so I did a Layla. Oh, it has come out. Oh, it came out months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I did a, a Layla Frost book uh, from the Court of Mayhem, um, which is a. They are an MC. It's an MC uh, romance series, but I will say that uh, it is not your average MC series. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a ton of humor. I love her writing. And MC a ton is of Motorcycle Club? Yes, that Motorcycle, Motorcycle Club. Club. Yes. yes. Yeah. See, I'm uh, still a newbie to the world of romance. So, yeah, so, yeah we have to explain all of the <laughs> acronyms to her. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she writes with a ton of humor, and uh, her it's all very charming and fun, and, and then she hits real deep. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so the first one, Until Mayhem, uh, is out now. Is Great. Out now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, I just did a book with Melanie Moreland, 
Uh, and uh, John Lane is my co-narrator on that one. Uh, Unscripted with Mila, which is really uh, wonderful. It's like the second generation of her ABC, uh, the vested interest uh, guys. That one was awesome. Yeah. What else? I got to do a Kristen Proby short story. Um, Nadia I Lee, uh, I, her, another one of hers, I believe, has come out at this point in her Lasker Brothers series, which mm-hmm. if I don't know if you've read any of Nadia Lee's stuff, S- but Nadia Lee, thank you. Mm-hmm. We didn't, I don't know if we got the author's name the first time. Yes, Nadia Lee. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm very lucky. I get to do a lot of very cool books with great authors. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are exciting. We won't have assigned I won't have assigned you this one yet, Zana, even okay. even when this episode airs. But okay. since we have since we have Maxine on, I want to make sure that she Okay. What is it? What is and it? And it is What is it? What is it? The plight The plight before Christmas by Kate Stewart. <gasps> yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And this is in this and I sometimes give her the option to eyeball read, but this one you mm. have to listen to. Yeah. This this one you have to listen to because the I'm actually starting to really get into the audiobook. So I was primarily an eyeball reader before we started this podcast. And she's the first thing she assigned me to listen to was for the very first episode we did um, These Walls Can Talk and the the trilogy of These Walls Can Talk. And so I've been listening more and more. And like I go for a long walk every morning and. Now I've always got an audio book in my ears. So I've been hearing a lot of these things. So yeah, of course I'm going to be listening to that. Ha ha, another convert. (laughs) The plight before Christmas though. It's so good. It's so, so good. It is so, so good. And uh, this is done, this is done uh, duet style. And were you in the booth together? Or, no, we or, recorded. Or, or, or like, uh, we were, that yeah, we recorded simultaneously. We were, we recorded together, but we were not together in the same space. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain scenes. There's. I've never some done that. Actually, I've never recorded in the same space with somebody huh. before. I mean, I've done oh. duet projects, and I've never gotten to do that. So, but yeah, there were there were a few scenes. There are a few scenes in this where. Um, the reactions uh, from each of them are, they're very, um, it's of the moment. It's really funny. And yeah, it, and, I like and funny. It's funny. It's tear jerking. It's, it's, uh, it's Christmassy, but it's not Hallmark Channel Christmassy. No, no. <laughs> My tears aren't no. jerked as easily as yours are, but uh, yeah. Uh, no, this funny. one, this one, this, uh, I'm, I know. I doubt I it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. After yeah, the rain, I, I see the I world. Need. I see the world with murder-colored glasses, and I think <laughs> yeah. I find things that are funny that are maybe not that funny, and it takes a lot to make me cry. I'm <laughs> sorry, but uh, uh, if you do not cry after habanero sauce and sex pledge, then um, I have to reevaluate our Wait, friendship. Laughter, cry, <laughs> laughter, cry, <laughs> or, or cry, laugh, cry, laugh. Uh, la- uh, like okay so just... now laughter cry i do pretty easily but yeah <laughs> no 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 after after habanero sauce and sex pledge if you're not laughing out loud then then this show is over do, yeah we need to reevaluate <laughs> our friendship because <laughs> those are great those yeah. are great moments <laughs> but uh 
but hey, I got her laughing from the first book uh, from yeah. from these walls can talk. So, um, yeah. you know, I I'm pretty sure. Man, if that's sure your, that's if that is your entry into into audiobooks, you're yeah. It is. <laughs> you're yes. doing all right. That's, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that is the top right there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we've got all of these great projects coming up and I'm so excited to be able to listen to them and add them to my link and assign them to me (laughs) and then assign them to Xana, (laughs) but definitely going to be assigning uh, ghosted very soon. If I haven't already by the time this episode airs and I want to just say, thank you, Maxine. This has been so much fun. Thank Thank you you, for having me. I'm 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 really glad that you came up to the table in Denver. It was nice to meet you there, and this is awesome to do with the both of you. So, thank yes. you for having it's me. It's been on. really fun. It's been really <laughs> yes, fun. Thank you. And all of the information about Maxine Mitchell that we that we have socials and and uh, all about her Facebook group, all of that is going to be on the show notes page uh, for this episode on our website cupandsaucybooks.com You can follow us on social media at Cup and Saucy Books. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you like what you hear, review and subscribe to the show on your favorite pod platform. Do it. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> do it. Yes. Listen to Maxine. Do it. Do yes. it. Do it. Maxine said so. You gotta you gotta follow you gotta listen to the Queen, Queen. Maxine said to do it. You gotta do it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Cup and Saucy Book Club. Join us next time for more from the world of books. And probably a few tangents. Happy reading. Cheers. Cheers.